Let's shake it up a little. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper Podcast, adding a little bit of salt and a little bit of spice to make your Tuesday just right. Here's your hosts, Lisa and Olivia. Every year we solemnly swear that we will be in the gym every day of the next year, that we will get up at 5 a.m. every morning and drink green juice, and that our bank accounts will finally not be crying. We hope, wish, and dream that this year, opposed to all the rest, will be great. It will be different and we will get those superpowers we've been needing. Well, let me tell you, 2018, or 2020, is just another year, just another month, and just another day. We will all be eating that giant loaf of bread on February 1st, watching Netflix, and wish that we aren't going to pay our gym membership for the next year straight promising ourselves we will go next month why would i make a resolution to change something or work towards something that i can work toward right now why would i sit around and make those promises for a brighter future when i can start creating the brighter future right now so this year i will resolute to not resolute what will i do instead i will start working harder than i ever have make the appropriate changes in my life that open the door for positivity not to share it with the world but to make promises to myself i will not get disappointed when things don't go exactly as planned but take those downfalls and learn from them Welcome to the Tom and Pepper podcast. <laughs> you never know how I'm going to do the intro. Uh, my name is Olivia, and I'm the creator of Olivia Crin, a blog, a podcast, a free editing resource for all creatives. My current obsession is hating myself and hating my life. And across from me is Lisa Prosser. <laughs> Every single week. Oh my gosh. Hi, I'm Lisa Brosser. I'm also a creative, a mom, a wife. And my current obsession is um, watching Bear play with his new toys. At least your current obsession was the same as last time. And listener, if you're wondering what last time meant. <laughs> oh, gosh. I was like, wait, did I repeat myself? Oh, in a way I did. They wouldn't know. <laughs> um, so the reason why I hate myself is because I deleted the last podcast we did. And it was actually really good. So good. But I will say it must have happened for a reason. I probably said something really offensive or something. I don't know. And it's funny. <laughs> and as a believer in the high almighty... You, you just know it happened for a reason but what was that reason and I, I even look know. back and I'm like what is it God what did I what, what did, did I, I say wrong? wrong did I say a joke did and I, a I, was, joke? I was just so sad because I I totally had um my prophetic word of the year during that too and I'm like wasn't that cool wasn't that cool for people no apparently not God does not think it's cool well <laughs> what was kind of serendipitous you like that word? I did like Thank that. You. Um, about the whole thing was that we were talking about New Year's and working hard <laughs> and taking it as it comes. And then it got deleted. So maybe that was why. Yeah. It just worked out. And, and that's why the podcast is coming out a day late, if you guys are wondering. But we did it on purpose. We did it on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. like... We could have done this yesterday, like, but we didn't. Ex- well, yeah. New Year, New Year, New Us. Yay, January <laughs> 1st. Um, well, this is why we don't believe in New Year's resolutions. And it's a perfect segue into... Why you shouldn't have a New Year's resolution. Yeah. So I'm absolutely going to talk about why I don't like New Year's resolutions. But should we do a silver lining of the week first? Um, or I mean, no? I guess we can. We did talk about this last time, everybody, but if this podcast is sounding better than normal, that's also great. Um, we have some kind of makeshift uh 
what would you call these boxes soundproof boxes set up so we're like just think of a cubby when you're in fourth grade that you make with your folders it's just a little more sturdy than that i was homeschooled i don't understand what that means oh so for the rest of these all you normal people out there (laughs) unless you're homeschooled then you're not you're the most normal homeschooled but anyway we've been trying to figure out because we talked about this last week ways to make the podcast sound better and that is some goals I've had for the new year, but we did get some of these little soundproof box things. And uh, for now, it's working. It's working. So make it, literally just make it work. Whatever. Make it work. Make it work. Like Does anyone Tim else Gun. like, oh, yes. Thank you. I was hoping that you've watched if that I before. If I didn't know that, it would be like That weird. would be disappointing. It'd be strange. It'd be like, why don't you know that? You know? I miss Project Runway. I haven't watched that in a while. Yeah, it's, it's still going, but like nobody's the same. I don't even think Tim Gunn's on it anymore. No. Maybe he is. I could be wrong. Everyone listening is probably was, like, you're make wrong. Make it work. The best. Make wow, it work, I, people. I really love that. I yeah. love him. Um, okay, do you want to Yeah. Um. This is after the holidays, and I was an absolute glutton, and I still am. I mean, I, I brought more of those chocolate chip cookies over here and I forgot about it and of course I ate them once I showed up Mm -hmm. to the studio I had one or two or three or four or five or six (laughs) (laughs) you just continue it's just like a tub it it like promotes gluttony it's like a tub of Trader Joe's chocolate chip they're good and and they're the best they really are the best and I'm not crazy about cookies I'm quite particular as a glutton um, but the silver lining, I've been so good at my workout schedule. Mm-hmm. I'm seriously so proud of myself. And <laughs> I have on here, Olivia's physique is my inspiration. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. You're but like, it's I true. don't think that at all. Ew. <laughs> I'm like, Ew. obviously <laughs> I was high when I wrote that. <laughs> Who would want that? Um, anyways, so I have been cycling and doing so good. And I'm actually starting to incorporate weights, as Yay. Olivia has suggested to me. Mm-hmm. And I think that I'm actually seeing results, even though I'm pregnant. Which It's I'm the fastest results you can so find. so shocked. It's because you're so building shocked. muscle. So In general, I'm seeing results. So I just right. started weights like two weeks ago, maybe. But you so can I still. Don't know if I, I think you still can. Because really? if you think about it, like cycling and stuff, you're working. I think you're working against yourself. So you're trying to like lose fat. Yeah. And especially for you because you have a baby, yep. you're not going to see that initial like, oh, I dropped two pounds because right. you're supposed to be gaining weight. But with um, muscle building, mm-hmm. you're adding on top. You're not trying to like subtract. I definitely see a difference from my first pregnancy, Mm -hmm. which is, I mean, I'm still getting it. I have really bad pelvic pain when I walk, especially when I get up in the morning or in the middle of the night when I move around and you're kind of stagnant. Yeah. Um, But compared, I know, and it, I'm not kidding. It it, it like grinds. (gasps) Like when I, when I walk, I can feel my bones like grinding against each other. And it's not necessarily painful. It's very uncomfortable to the point where it's like, oh, wait, is that pain? I can't really tell. But this time around, I've been able to walk. And now that I'm cycling, I'm not putting a lot of pressure on my joints. Oh, that's good. And so that's been helping me build muscle and not hurt my pelvis. Good. So that's been really good. Um, 
yeah, I'm just like so excited about this pregnancy and I have such a better outlook on Mm -hmm. the new baby and the new baby (laughs) as opposed to my old baby (laughs) (laughs) Um, to the baby in general because I just feel so healthy now. It's not that I'm thin. It's just that I feel strong and I'm so encouraged by that, even though I'm absolutely eating everything in my tracks. Which is, I already said this the last time we did this, that that's okay because you're pregnant Sometimes. and this is your excuse. I'm not saying freaking like shove your face with stuff because I don't feel like you do that anyway. But I just mean like if you want to enjoy yourself, especially during the holidays, really, who freaking cares? A year from now, who freaking cares? You yeah, know? it's true. And you're already working out. You're putting your best foot forward. It's going to be easier to bounce back, I think, unless things don't go as planned, which it will. Yeah, who knows? And... No Who pressure. Really no no plans. pressure on myself. No, no. What do they say? No birth plan. I, I listen to so many oh, podcasts. I absolutely even about have a birth plan, okay. but we'll Wait, talk more about that. What did the doulas say? I listened to the Skinny Confidential, and they said have a birth, um, not a plan, but a oh right, but um, a, what would it be called? Like um, not an idea. Birth hopes. Something like something that. like that like, to where you're not let down if it does. Like you need a C-section yeah. or oh, you need something I abs- like that. Yeah, I believe in that too, and that's something. Absolutely love my doctor. If you are in the Southern Oregon area, Dr. Miriam Soriano, she is an angel and she is absolutely sent from heaven. She says and helps you understand we will try to do whatever we can, but mm-hmm. also understand your body is so different from what you know can mm-hmm. happen and what will happen. And pretty much everything that I wanted didn't work out which is totally fine from the first place. Mm -hmm. But looking back, I never had expectations. And so that didn't deter me from whatever happened. Mm -hmm. So I don't healthy mindset, healthy mindset. What's your silver lining? Um, anyway, my silver lining, I had a few to choose from. Um, but I feel like I need to, well, okay, wait, so the silver lining was that just Christmas went better than normal. Usually the holidays like just really suck. And my sister lives in Australia. Um, and just coming from a broken home, it's just really hard. Like the best we can do is like getting a Christmas tree and like we're doing well if we have a <laughs> Christmas tree. Um, but I made uh, like a 25 minute film for my mom of us growing up. I like transferred the VHS tapes over and I thought she, I didn't know if she was going to be like really sad because you know with moms it's like is this going to yeah. make you really sad or really happy? But she like didn't cry Aww. and she said it was the best present she had ever gotten and she it just made her happy and I was really glad because you know when your kids get older and I think I had um which I don't think I talked about this last time but like a new appreciation for understanding my mom because you know I think as a kid of a parent you can just be like oh mom they cry Mm -hmm. but then you don't understand like when I was talking to her about everything like my mom didn't have a job growing up and she homeschooled Alex and I so Alex and I were her life for 18 years And it's like she had nothing else. And like so when we grew up and we left or like thinking about how hard it was for her when my sister left, it's like it made a lot more sense seeing her with, you know, Alex at two months old. And they would do like 
check-ins with the camera like I took her to the doctor and she's doing this this and this and like just doing all this stuff I don't even do that not even close and it's so and just the way her and my dad were with us I told her I'm like I know I can be really harsh about things because her and I are very different but I'm like you loved us so much and we were your life so when we left you didn't have a job to go back to because Mm -hmm. we were your everything which I mean, that's, I don't think that's a good thing, (laughs) but I am so thankful that she did that for Alex and I, um, but it also made me really sad. I'm like time, you know, it's like a scary thing looking back at all that stuff and being like, how did that, you don't get that back. I know you're crying. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really, I'm really trying not to. That is so sweet. You're like one of the best gift givers. Absolutely. And that is the sweetest thing that you could do for any parent whether they show that appreciation truly or not she obviously did so it's really sweet that you could feel that gratification that you yeah I think it was it was kind of a the the real silver lining was I think me kind of God showing me you need to be a little less harsh because sometimes with my mom I'm like buck up soldier Mm -hmm. like (laughs) stop it stop crying all the Uh time and then I'm like oh I don't get it because not only am I not a mom but I'm not 18 years of every single day with your kids I most most parents aren't like that like most parents have jobs or they send their kids to school so I can understand how she doesn't have a lot of people to talk to about it Mm. because people don't get it you know yeah but you'll get it she can talk to my mentor that's what my mentor does that's cool yeah she's the best she absolutely gives everything to her children it's amazing she's everything that I want (laughs) it's yeah it's crazy um oh that's so sweet that's a really amazing gift yeah good job thanks it always feels good giving good gifts yeah that's my favorite I know it is really nice I um I did realize on a side note I saw old videos of Minnie as a kitten (laughs) I really and I want a kitty so bad oh I wish I could get you one I wish I could have one it's just not the right timing but yeah so cute being like so soon cats are the best (laughs) Cats, cats really are the best. best. People that don't like cats, I don't really care. They're <laughs> it's weird. It's so funny. I, I had such a proud moment today as I was dropping off Bear at my mom's. Um, my mom and dad live kind of almost in the middle of nowhere. It feels like it sometimes. They live on 10 acres. And as I'm going very fast down a road, because it's, it's a fast road. I'm allowed to go fast. <laughs> I saw kitty a cat very close to the road inching up and I'm like oh gosh I hate it when that happens obviously I slow down to like one mile per hour (laughs) (laughs) but as I'm like still going fast even though I'm um uh going slower I forget what that's called I it's my brain going medium Uh, (laughs) as I'm slowing down slowing down oh my I know it's bad it's so bad I told you guys pregnancy brain is a real thing I've actually I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna research that yeah I want to know more about (laughs) no because everyone has it there has to be a reason yeah it's real all of your mind is going to your baby but I forget about all of it I'm not kidding (laughs) great um and so as I'm slowing down um the cat actually noticed me and started to move away and walk away from the street and it it made me so happy it's not like a deer who's like look at that it looks like fun and you're like freaking i don't think people realize too a lot of people don't live in places where there are deer 
like all the time. And like I Oregon. literally passed by three like packs of deer. And it's terrifying right because you literally don't know if you're about to die because you can die from hitting a deer. Because oh, we hit so a deer scary. with my old car like three years ago and insurance covered all of it and I actually hit someone's hitch of their car and my hood was damaged <laughs> so actually got covered which is wow, great that's nice but the deer did pass suddenly the luckily that, <laughs> it makes deer, me so sad we had to pull life support he pulled it makes the plug so <laughs> he pulled the plug he passed you okay. mean you murdered him <laughs> <laughs> but my car smelled like poop and we were in Gross. bend and so it took three hours wait that's actually so weird the story home. i was about to say we had a deer in bend too on the way to bend we were on my way Whoa. with my friend to nnu and it's like a 10 hour drive and you go three there's three three hour stretches in the first three hours to bend and we had turned onto this busy highway and we didn't see that there was this deer that had freshly been killed like a uh. minute before and we were in a low bmw and there was oh, no. nothing she could have done this is disgusting oh no oh no oh, runs no. over the top of it because it's right in the middle and we're going 60 like there's either you're swerving into the other lane right. or the shoulder or you're going over the top and you're praying this thing doesn't rip open the bottom of your car we go over it the noises that oh, you hear so we're screaming <laughs> just ah! <laughs> <laughs> i hate laughing and oh it literally it breaks my heart well, it was like billions of pieces. it was like swollen and we pull over to the side of the road. There is so much like guts on yeah. the bottom of the car. So we went and we took it into a mechanic and mm -hmm. there was just like blood and stuff all over the bottom, just like hanging off the bottom. But it didn't damage the so car, sad. which was really crazy because yeah. it was probably like a 150 pound deer. It was mm -hmm. huge. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Gross, it gross, breaks gross. my heart. Well, Bend, it's pretty rural still totally and so especially the highways going into bend oregon it's just central oregon middle of nowhere uh, an amazing city and so all of this like side freeways and stuff you're there's always deer always anyway Anyways, i don't know what's happening so um so uh, new year new us yeah. um okay so this is why i don't believe in resolutions okay <clears throat> so i'm gonna say what the definition is of a resolution a firm decision to do or not to do something i don't believe in a resolution a new year's resolution because no one really sticks to them and it drives me crazy when people aren't serious about something yeah, and they stupid. say i'm gonna do this and it drives me crazy when i do that and mm -hmm. i don't stick to it in the same way that i say I want to start working out and this was only what five maybe six months ago that I started truly working out again and I've been working out con more consistently than I ever have and I told myself one day at a time and absolutely I, as some people could call that some sort of resolution it's a firm decision but at the same time I'm giving myself so much grace mm -hmm. so that if I'm because there were three weeks that I was very very sick and so was bare and so I couldn't take him to childcare. And then when I could take him to childcare, I was super sick. Mm. And so just telling myself, it's okay. You don't have to work out. And so I feel like, you know, getting back into that, it's redevoting yourself to mm -hmm. the everyday because it was way harder to get back into the gym after taking 
a break. Yeah. Oh, it's the it's absolute the worst. worst. Especially when you're so sick and weak. Oh. And then you get yeah. back on the bike, you're like, oh, this is awful. Why did I ever start? Yeah, it's disgusting. And then you finish and you're like, okay, that sucked. That definitely yeah. wasn't as good as it used to be, but I did it. Yeah. So um, I say that I have New Year's goals. Yeah. And I think that's that's better for everyone. Everyone quits their New Year's resolutions after three months. And yeah, even sooner than that. I yeah. Oh, absolutely. February, yeah. beginning of February. Yeah. January 2nd. Yeah. Yeah. I hate um, I don't like resolutions because I think like January 1st, yeah, it's the start of a new year, but it's also like just a calendar mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, we're starting something new and I think 2020 is going to be a good year, but I just think it's so silly to be like, I'm going to be a completely different person. And it's like, but tomorrow is Wednesday. Like it's the middle (laughs) of your week. And let's just think like, for example, yesterday I was laughing, not at, not at these girls, but just at the situation. Cause I knew we were recording this today and I was, um, I had like an, I had an appointment and there were these girls up at the front desk and then I see this one girl come over and she goes, "Hey, so and so. So, starting tomorrow we're going to start going to the gym with, you know, so and so at 4 a.m. We're going to do it and you're going to go with us." And then the girl's girl, like, don't "What? Do don't do that." No, there's no way. And she goes, no, seriously, we're going to do it. And in my head, I'm like, I give you guys a week, not even two weeks. That's how you're going to fail. That's Those how you're, yes. You're too high of expectations. You're setting yourself up for failure thinking like I'm going to get up at, unless you like getting up at 4 a.m., but I'm telling you if like you don't Like if you're already getting up it, at 4 a.m. Yeah. And being like, I'm going to drive to the gym and then come home and then get ready for school or work. It's like, how about you set yourself up for, like I tell a lot of people who want to work out, like work out three days a week I don't care work out two days a week at the beginning like for half start an hour off yeah start off there are days where I work out for a half an hour because I just don't have time but at least I'm doing exactly. something yeah make it habitual so that you it becomes a part of your it's like a non-negotiable yep. and that's what it, it took me probably like nine months to a year to get to a point where I was like yeah this is a non-negotiable I'm going to make time for this mm-hmm. and it took me a long time because I'm not naturally active I never was no one is I mean, some people like are weird about, they like love working out or running and stuff. I think it's runners. It's runners. But okay, this is something that I have asked every runner, which is, do you love running? And they say, no, but I love the, the feeling the after high. I run. Yeah. The, whatever the endorphins. And get. so that's exactly like Zav. He, he runs 15 miles a week, mm-hmm. every single week, no matter what, but he has accountability. He's in mm-hmm. a text with two of his really good friends and they pay money if they don't run. Which is a, like the best thing that Sav's you could do. never missed a week. Yeah, it's And the best. he's been the most consistent that he ever has been. Yeah. And so for him, that's what helps. If I was being told to run, that's the only thing that's going to make me run is yeah. if I'm losing Oof. my personal money. <laughs> no, thank you. I'm not a runner. But yeah, I just think it's, it's one of those things of like you said, giving yourself grace and knowing yourself like, mm-hmm. hey, if you have weight to lose and you want to start, just start one day at a time. Start. Yeah. Don't change three of your meals and say I'm cutting out sugar and carbs. Change one meal and try and just get rid of the chips that are in your cupboard. Like do things little by little because I know so many people that just go cold turkey. Like I'm going to cut out yeah. carbs and sugar and then they literally Sometimes get like the works, flu. But yeah, it's not good for <laughs> you. Because it's not good for you. And yeah. then they and then you like relapse technically and then mm-hmm. you're eating like pizza and cookies and it's gross. Yeah. So 
I don't know. Oh, pizza and cookies. We're not saying those are gross. Oh, That's no, what I ate last night. pizza and cookies are great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying like when you go, I just think it's one of those things where it's like the, the reason why I, it became a non-negotiable for me is because I actually noticed changes in my body and I oh, actually like went down a pant size. It's never happened to me in my life. And but it took like a year. So for people that think, well, I'm three months in and what's going on? Cause I did that. I'm like, I'm three months in and I don't notice a difference. It's like, it's going to take a long time. Mm-hmm. And that's with anything that's with your business. It's with maybe friendships or you want to change parts of your personality. You don't like, like it just takes so much time yeah. to get there. Oh, totally. Yeah. Wow. That's reminding me of something. I remember before I had met Zav and I was at a women's prayer night at my old church. And I was thinking how much I love the pastor's wife <laughs> and how I would love to be a person like that. Just her heart was just amazing. Just an amazing woman. And I thought to myself, what does it take for me to become a person like that? Mm-hmm. Truly graceful and loving and caring and really puts other people before myself not selfish first I have to stop partying stuff like that and it's crazy because that is something in the back of my head that was a goal but it took absolutely years years and I'm still not even close to where I want to be and the person I want to be um but it it takes time anything Mm -hmm. any little thing that's why it's it's not even necessarily a New Year's goal because it's just something that you're continuously working towards. Mm-hmm. And so in this, it's just a lifestyle change. Totally. That's what it is. Yeah. I think that really hits it on the head, actually, in the same way that, sure, it's a diet, but it's a lifestyle change. Mm-hmm. And so you have to continue it out. And so that's why I yeah. don't like, you know, protein bars and shakes that are meal replacements because no, it's not, they're not filling and it's not real mm-hmm. and you're not going to stick to that. And if you have, hey, that worked for you. But totally. for most people, it will not. I think one thing that I always say, and I want everyone listening to do this, close your eyes unless you're driving and actually think, what do you want? Like, look at yourself and say, like, what do you want? And don't be ashamed by thinking, I want to make more money or I want more time for myself or I want to lose 20 pounds because you're not saying I want to change who I am. You're saying I want to become a better version of myself. And I think a lot of people are afraid of asking themselves the question, like, what do you want? Because they think it's selfish, like especially for moms looking at you (laughs) or people who want to start a business or people that think I can't quit this job because I'm married and that's going to betray da 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 it's like there's always a way and you can always do it in a way to make yourself better and if you look at yourself and say what do I want you say well I want to lose 20 pounds then don't give yourself a timeline just go throw away those cookies in your cupboard step one you know because if you don't ask yourself what what do you want you're not going to change other people can't change you Well, I also think what's interesting about asking yourself that question and being completely honest and truthful is, for instance, for myself, I just want to become a better person. Mm -hmm. 100%. I want to be better. And that can sound selfish because in my brain, I think I want to be a better person for myself so that I can be better for everyone around me. And for your kids. And so really what that boils down to is self-care, especially Mm -hmm. after my season of postpartum depression and 
um, putting the church, absolutely everything before me. I had no idea who I even was. And that's not healthy. It's not healthy to know your worth and to look at yourself and look at your own heart because I wasn't becoming a good person because I wasn't truly looking at myself. Right. And so you have to be truthful looking at who you are and saying, I want to care for myself. And for me, I wanted to get better so I can be better for my husband and for Bear. Absolutely. And so I think that although people think it'll be selfish, whatever I say, ultimately, I think what people want is the better for other people as well. Mm-hmm. Maybe not always, but Most I think time. deep down for, I bet it's a, um, uh, what's it called? an evolutionary type thing Mm -hmm. that we've kept in our brains that we work for other people as we were tribes and stuff like that Mm -hmm. yeah I think um obviously uh, not obviously why do I say obviously like everybody knows so I listen to Gary Vee all the time and one thing he says which I take a lot of what he says with a grain of salt because it is just so different but he says you know like as a parent you have to be selfish because if you don't take care of yourself you can't take care of your family and you know I think a lot because a lot of my friends are moms and my mindset isn't there because I don't have kids um and I I just think you know at one point your mom was pregnant with you and she had hopes and dreams and desires for her kids to be whatever they hopefully to be whatever they wanted to be and it's like so you wanting to be whatever you want to be isn't selfish for your kids because you want that for bear Mm -hmm. or you want that for whoever you know whoever you are with whatever kid you have you want them to be happy so why is it selfish for you to be happy and I'm not saying run away and move to Vegas and be happy but it's like take opportunities to be like do you want to start that business this year okay then just do it start it make a way because there's there's literally there's just always a way to make it happen oh yeah definitely that's good um should i uh should i segue into my blog post that i wrote yes (laughs) oh absolutely i love this so a couple years ago i wrote a blog post on why i don't believe in new year's resolutions and i feel like it's pretty applicable to now um and i opened with a harry potter quote which made you really happy the Mm -hmm. last time we recorded this so i'll read it so um Every year we solemnly swear that we are up to no good, that we will be in the gym every day of the next year, that we will get up at 5 a.m. every morning and drink green juice, and that our bank accounts will finally not be crying. We hope, wish, and dream that this year, opposed to all the rest, will be great. It will be different, and we will get those superpowers we've been needing. Well, let me tell you, 2018, or 2020, is just another year, just another month, and just another day. We will all be eating that giant loaf of bread on February 1st, watching Netflix, and wish that we aren't going to pay our gym membership for the next year straight, promising ourselves we will go next month. Why would I make a resolution to change something or work towards something that I can work toward right now? Why would I sit around and make those promises for a brighter future when I can start creating the brighter future right now? So this year I will resolute to not resolute. What will I do instead? I will start working harder than I ever have, make the appropriate changes in my life that open the door for positivity, not to share it with the world, but to make promises to myself. I will not get disappointed when things don't go exactly as planned, but take those downfalls and learn from them. Ooh. <laughs> so good. Um, but I think the one part of that, which I don't even remember writing, that I t- that I took a lot from reading that again was 
like I'm going to make promises to myself and not like proclaim them to the world. And I think that that's really important because you can have like an accountability partner. Like I could tell you, hey, I really want to become better at this. But I have this idea of New Year's resolutions like you don't need to tell all these different people what you want because this is about you and or maybe like you and your spouse and they can keep you accountable. But I just don't know. I don't like this whole thing of like I want to do all of this stuff. It's like how about you just do it because to be honest, a lot of people don't care. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So if you make those promises to yourself, you're the only one that matters or your spouse. Yeah, that matters. I I would say that's so similar actually to fasting. How how you're to, you know, wash your face, put oil on your face, and you're not supposed to act like, oh, whoa, wow, I'm fasting and I'm like such a good Christian. And so I think in the why that is comparable is saying, Wow, look at me and look what I'm gonna try to do. You haven't achieved anything and and I think that a lot of times such as what I just shared about what me wanting to become a better person that's not even something that Zav knew that mm-hmm. Zav didn't know I was working towards that Zav doesn't know that was a journal entry from five years ago I never told anyone that mm-hmm. that was something totally between me and God that I said help me get better with this how do I this was like something I was like crying out to night after night why am I not a better person And so I think that's so true. That's, it's almost like that is something so personal that I, I would only share something like that once I've achieved it in a way, or I'm truly actually working towards it. Mm -hmm. But once you start it, it's almost too soon to start telling people you know what I mean yeah because that's even like I remember when I first started working out like I didn't really tell anybody like they knew but then I don't need to tell people because first of all again like they don't care but I remember the first time somebody actually noticed without me saying anything and it was like what and it was like the craziest wow, that thing, feels so good. and that's like the same for I if think you want I would to. Know if that oh my feels gosh, so good. I could but imagine. I feel like that's the same as you know if you're trying to like not get so angry in a fight, and then maybe you do it multiple times, and then finally your significant other is like, "Hey, I've really been noticing you've been doing a better job." That feels a million mm-hmm. times better than being mm-hmm. like, "Hey, babe, just so you know, I'm really working hard on not getting angry." It's like. Yeah, promises like doesn't mean anything. talking the talk and walking the walk I don't care people talk too much that's Just, exactly what I, I think it is yeah, yeah they don't people don't fulfill the things that they're saying and I, that's why tr- the distrust is so strong within people or within people in my life I'm like I don't really believe anything you're saying because you never actually follow through on mm-hmm. what you're saying and that's what resolutions are you know and unfortunately for me and I know this is the bad side of not sharing why I'm starting something or doing something is if I fail I don't want anyone to know <laughs> yeah. but I also think I also think that's still appropriate because I don't want anything I say not to be meaningful and truthful Mm -hmm. and so I think it is a good thing to to keep to yourself at times and I am not saying like hey if your friend asks you what's your news resolution don't share it oh I'm really not supposed to talk about. or (laughs) if you're excited about it like um when we originally recorded this I actually had a revelation about what my I have a word of the year every year that I I come to Um, And it is something between me and God. And he 
this last year, the word was intentional. And I definitely wasn't 100% on it the whole year because I would forget about it. I, I need to like write it down and have it somewhere in front of me all the time. You but need to be intentional about being intentional. I need intentional. to be intentional about being <laughs> intentional 100%. Um, but the reason I had that word last year is because um, that's when I became a stay-at-home mom and I stopped working. And part of that was because of Bear and what I wanted and that was to be more intentional with him so even just playing with him getting on the ground with him even though when your child is three months old for me that's not exciting (laughs) but it's it's made it more exciting now that I've actually seen it fulfilled Mm -hmm. I, I truly feel like I had an intentional year because I see him full of love and he's grown so much and even in the little disciplines that we've been doing um and that word is very light he's only a year and a half but we have disciplined him in little ways and just seeing that he actually understands um the word no or the fact that his first word isn't no makes me really happy because that was my first word um and the fact that he is answering to us which is so crazy he says yeah I'm like excuse me it's not like you even understand the question but that's the cutest thing ever so just seeing him grow and flourish um even in the tiniest little ways it it's so gratifying but that's that's something um I didn't even have it to myself because it was something that me and the rest of the story our church staff were working on having um a word that you kind of cling to for the year Mm. And that was really nice for myself. And so I am going to tell everyone what my word of the year is, which is grace, Mm -hmm. as I have this new baby. And that was part of my anxiety and depression was not having enough grace for myself and putting too much pressure on myself. And so what I've been working on with my mentor is actually um, putting expectations to the side and saying, okay, God, what is it that you want? What do Mm -hmm. I not need in my birth plan, actually? Because I told her my birth plan is ready. I have everything to a T that I want done. And it's things like having my house clean, having a cleaner this time around, like stupid things like that. And she was like, okay, not that that's wrong, but these are things that you should definitely pray about and give to God. And I know exactly what I need to let go of and it's hard but it's just giving myself grace in those things absolutely I think so too for you I've always told you you need to give yourself grace what are your goals for this year um I think that I need to work on um I think I need to work on understanding that when somebody means no I need to not push it (laughs) (laughs) Um, If I'm being really frank, in the past couple days, I've really realized that I'm really used to getting what I want. And not in the sense of, like, achieving, like, business goals or things like that. Because I definitely haven't achieved that part. Um, But I usually end up doing what I want to do. Because I think it's the right way to do it. And Mm -hmm. that's not always the right way to do it. I mean, most of the time it is. But I just feel like, especially like within my relationship and being like, if he says no, I need to probably not push it so much, you know, or changing. Like I was listening to a podcast I sent you about the Enneagram and she's an eight and she was talking about how 
it took her 35 years to understand that she needs to set a timer and give herself a timeout when she gets angry and I resonated with that so much because (laughs) yeah because like the night before I got into a huge fight and sometimes I like get to a point where I literally feel like I could like hit somebody and I don't know why I get like that and it's really scary sometimes that I'm like how am I in this spot right now where I actually feel like I could punch you and not feel bad Mm. (laughs) because that's bad and I've never mm-hmm. hit anybody everyone listening um but no just, that's relatable just so you know yeah You're not the only one okay well because most people I talk to are like oh no we we're very passive oh, I, fighters I, I, we I don't. felt like that yeah oh I'm a nine but I obviously have an eight wing and yeah. I've I've felt that I think that there's some anger issues I haven't dealt with but we'll I, yeah that's so me too <laughs> which I think is something that um I think that's something that God has been showing me is like it's really hard to change your inherent self. And I'm not going to try and change the fact that I get angry because that's not going to happen, but I can change the way I react within that. And if I need mm-hmm. to be like, I'm going to hit you. So I'm going to go to the bathroom for 10 minutes, you know, oh. taking those strides to be, to try and be better because I started just saying stuff that is just so mean. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why am I so mean? Mm-hmm. And then I have the next day be like, I'm not, I'm not a mean person at all. I'm just so mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, I just think my goal is taking just small strides to become not a better person, um, but under my understanding myself a little bit better, a better you, a better you and not being mad at it, not being mad that I'm an eight, not being mad that I get mm-hmm. angry, not getting mad that I want to get what I want, because those things can also be strengths like within my business Absolutely. and I can lean into those, but I need to understand how to maintain those better. Mm-hmm. Um, and within that, just growing the podcast and, um, not comparing our podcast to other people, um, but helping one person at a time, I think having really good guests, getting excited at the small wins. Mm-hmm. I think we need to do that more. We don't do that yeah. enough. And as a podcast, we truly have grown. And yeah, totally. I think that, um, numbers matter to us because we talk about things that are really deep and real and we get excited that other people can feel like, they are coming to a place where other people actually understand them and it's the deep hard things like saying we get angry and we want to punch someone Mm -hmm. and so I think that the best things that we've received from people have absolutely been um constructive constructive criticism Mm -hmm. and above all are the messages that we get about how people resonate and that they understand and they can't believe someone else felt the way that we did when it comes to depression or anxiety or Mm -hmm. difficulties or starting a business nothing makes us happier than knowing that other people's pains and hurts and trials are being used for something bigger Mm -hmm. and better than ourselves so that's something that we definitely want to continue and work towards this year yeah absolutely um I think it's a, it's important to to know that yeah like numbers are important or whatever you're doing starting the business any of that but it is just what we have been saying this whole time like taking things one step at a time mm-hmm. and um, like you said effect you know hopefully reaching people and and understanding like at this point last year this podcast didn't exist you know that's and so crazy I know and like building this brand. Um, getting another co-host you know and learning to navigate those things again 
is really interesting for me. It's like, as we've been talking, I, I, I feel like I know why the first one got deleted. <laughs> like, mm. Cause I think that there are a lot of things that I've learned in the past few days. That's so crazy. Cause me too. I'm yeah. like, well, that is so weird. Cause in the past two days, so much has gone on. Yeah. Even in the past three hours, just a podcast I was listening to and how, my heart just feels so entirely different this time around. And mm-hmm. I think that the things that we're touching on are actually deeper. More real. I'm, I can't <laughs> believe it. I know. And it's not that we weren't real before. It's just that we're expanding more. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I'm really glad that. I know. Silver lining, 100%. Wow. I know. This year, especially with the podcast, I've learned more and more when something doesn't work out, I've noticed that I'm happy about with myself is I don't get mad because I'm like oh that was Mm -hmm. for a reason like I can be frustrated like when I went on my first solo trip alone to interview people and then all the equipment broke I'm like well there was a reason behind that and it it all made sense once Mm -hmm. it was happening you know but I think that that's important to remember too whenever something happens in this new year you just don't understand why it's 100% for a reason Mm -hmm. because I think that what your your goal is this year is very profound and I'm really proud of you I think that's a really big thing that you really have to internally check yourself and that's something that you can miss so easily yes and that's really hard for me I don't like to feel like I'm not in control and that's something I need that it's like you're breaking yourself up no wonder we get along so well (laughs) we have anger issues that we both have that we both don't know about with each other yeah yeah it is it is really interesting and I think um taking the time to ask ask myself as well like you know what do I want like I preach that a lot to people and asking them what they want and um I remember I went on a trip a few weeks ago or I was like a couple months ago and and they were so encouraging and they're like you should be like a you know like a life coach and all this stuff and then I got in the car I was like I'm not qualified. I don't know what I'm doing with my own life, but I'm really good at spouting the truth to other people. Mm -hmm. So I want to take like these opportunities to be like, wait, but what do I want to like, how can I apply these things? It's so easy to give good, good advice and then not, not take it too. Yeah. So, and that's, that's when you're not being internal enough. You're not looking at your own life. And I think that's why it's not a selfish thing to look at what you want, because a lot of times it's having to work on yourself. (laughs) Yeah. And um, it's crazy just looking back on this last year, I had to tell myself and ask myself, what do I want? It was after listening to Alana's podcast, which is still one of my favorite ones, absolutely. And having to check myself and say, oh, well, I, I, I want to be on this podcast. Mm-hmm. And so why don't I just do ask it? Why don't, I, why don't I just shoot for it? Yeah. And um, I think I talked about it a little bit, but I it was something that I prayed about, too. And God was like, yeah, you should have done this a while ago. You were the one telling me not to let you do it pretty much. <laughs> and so um, just look at what you want. And I've totally become a better person. And it's crazy as I was looking towards wanting to be on the podcast. It's because of little things like I, I do know my strength is being honest and being real about things that I've gone through and just knowing that that's had a positive impact on other people mm-hmm. it's so hard but you just don't think about it you just no. you just be vulnerable put it out there in the ether and let it come mm-hmm. back however it needs to come back yeah. and 
don't regret it. Don't have that vulnerability hangover. Oh my Just gosh, allow so it many to settle those. in. So many. I know. <laughs> well, is there anything more not at, more not as not as deep of a goal that you have for the new year? I do. I want to read five books this year. It's a small number, but so it's truly just, I'm a half book reader. I read half a book. I get bored That's and really I start funny. another book. I read it halfway. I get bored, try to read the other book. I'm do you still not, bored. Do you not get curious about like what the ending is? Nope. You just don't care. What Absolutely kind of books not. are they? Are they like fiction or nonfiction? Um, both. Okay. Um, you would think you would finish a fiction book because usually they're like on the edge of your seat. So Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. I still need to finish the series and I have all of the books. That's bad. So I think I'm on book five and I've been on book five for the last year and a half. <laughs> if there, those are like, that's an undertaking. <sighs> I, it really is. Yeah. And having a baby, that's why Grace... I, that's why I think five books is them. good. Even that can be kind of hard. Sometimes. Totally. I guess it's just easier. Like if you're driving or you're doing stuff right. around the house, cause you're not really reading it, but it's, there's way more in yeah. the books than there are in the movies. And you I'm know, not so. counting, um, baby books really. Cause I'm reading well, a lot about sleeping habits and stuff like oh, that. You books for it's so bear. overwhelming. Like, oh. Yeah. You probably shouldn't <laughs> yeah. count those. A board book. Just so that's you know. No words. <laughs> just so you know, that's not a just book. Just a contrast book. <laughs> what about you? Do you have any not deep things? <laughs> um, I think I, I want to be better with money. It's kind of deep, I guess, but I want to, I want to get better with, um, uh, not letting money control my life, but also understanding why it now does mm. because I haven't been good with it. Mm. Um, I'm really, that's my one. Honestly, that's a huge, other than being late, but like it is what it is. That's a huge downfall for me is money. Mm. I just don't understand it. I was never really taught it. And it's mm. probably because of how it was presented to me in our household. I treat it the same way. But anyway, I'd like to try to take, take strides to not buy the shirt on sale even if I have that money you know mm-hmm. but so that's something I learned not until I was married and I had absolutely no money <laughs> yeah I usually have absolutely no money but then I'm like but I have 30 bucks and that shirt's mm-hmm. 25 so I feel like it yeah I mean I feel like everyone can always be working towards getting better with money yeah. even if you're amazing with money I think that there's always like little regrets that you do and stuff I think that's a really good one yeah I'm just I'm gonna be 27 in a couple months which that number is hitting me really hard and not that it's old i'm not saying it's old for everyone listening but um it's just getting closer so you're older yeah you're getting closer to 30. um i to encourage everyone i still live at home i still drive the same car i've been driving for 10 years and i'm sacrificing a lot for my business i realized that last night like how much i'm sacrificing archer and i are sacrificing for the business and i think i'm ready for not success but i'm ready to see just a little bit mm-hmm. i just like i've kind of been praying i'm like lord i just need a little bit of a, like a little taste of some motivation some motivation to understand that i'm not literally doing nothing for eight years of my life and working hard for nothing so just show me a little bit of light just a little (laughs) just a tiny bit so anyway um is there anything else i don't think so i think i'm just ready for the new year how are you spending your new years chill uh hanging out with some friends relaxing fun gotta edit this podcast right after this (laughs) so it comes out tomorrow (laughs) so working a little bit and you're what sleeping probably yeah, I told Zav, and I'm not trying to sound like super Christian-y, it's because I don't do good with silence and solitude and praying, not recently. Mm-hmm. I forget about it when I'm not habitual, mm-hmm. and I've totally not been habitual in that, and 
in Romanian Christian tradition, you would go to church at like nine through midnight and it's just praying and worshiping. And I really loved that. That's even though I was like in high school and that's what I was doing on New Year's. Um, and then going out to a party, it, that was still something that I really loved. And I said going out to a party because I'm not a perfect Christian or anything like that, far beyond it. But that's something that I feel like going into this year, I have, I think that there's anxiety deep, deep, deep down in my heart that I don't allow come to the surface. And I really just want to ring in the new year just trusting and Mm -hmm. truly understanding what does that grace look for myself and being okay if that's not my word of the year for the whole year just little things like that and just making sure that me and Zav are doing things right because it was a hard year for our relationship it was a hard year money-wise just everything absolutely a hard year and I don't think that 2020 is going to be easy Mm mm-hmm I think it's going to be another hard year, but just being okay. My life word is contentment. And so just being content in absolutely everything and being okay with that. Yeah. I think it's, um, I don't, I'm not usually a positive person, but I think that this year is going to be a good year. Um, But like you said, it's going to be a hard year, but I think it's going to be a good good. year. There's going to be a lot of changes. Mm -hmm. Um, Like a new baby. Yeah. Which will be exciting. So, I'm so excited. A year of podcasting. That's what's crazy is because technically yeah. I started in June. So a year yeah. of new guests Whoa. and meeting people and traveling. Like it seems I'm trying to tell myself what I tell every business person I talk to is like one day at a time. Because if I start to think like, how are we going to do this? <laughs> oh, yeah. Olivia was oh. voice messaging me and she was like, wait, who else are we going to be interviewing? What are we going to? I'm like, don't think about it well because you're taking time off too and so then I'm like um how are we gonna have this much content (laughs) but I'm like you know what it's gonna work out it's gonna work out it always works out it always does it really it's so crazy when you look back this is the last thing I'll say that it's like every month I'm stressed out about money and then I realize I've been self-employed for a year and a half and it just has somehow worked out Mm -hmm. hard sometimes barely but it just has yeah so you just kind of have to trust that your parachute's going to open even if it only opens halfway and yeah. you break like one leg instead of both. Yeah. There you go. So that's fine. Well, should we end this thing? Yeah, absolutely. Please. Okay. <laughs> please. Oh, wait. Uh, we Done will... with 2019. Yeah. We... <laughs> Thanks, guys. We'll see you next year. I had to say it. My first one of the year of the day. I don't know. Okay. Uh, it's always better when salt and pepper come together. Bye, guys. See you Bye. next year. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Tune in every Tuesday on the saltandpepperpodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Be sure to subscribe and please rate and review. Follow us on Instagram at the Salt and Pepper Podcast. Make sure to like and follow our Facebook page and email us for any questions, comments, or ideas about what you want to hear on the show. We will see you next Tuesday. I'm all shook up.